called when he became king, and he reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jedidah, the daughter of Adi, uh, of Bozkat. Okay. He did right beside the Lord and walked in all the way of his father David, nor did he turn aside to the right or to the left. Now on the 18th year of King Josiah, the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azulahah, the son of Meshulah, um, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the priest, that he may count the money brought into the house of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have gathered from the people. Let them deliver it to the hand of the workmen who have the oversight of the house of the Lord, and let them give it to the workmen who are in the house of the Lord to repair the damages of their house, to the carpenters and the builders and the masons for the buying timber and hewn stone to repair the house. Only no accounting shall be made with them for the money delivered into their hands, for they deal faithfully. Well, so who was Ammon's son who becomes king? Josiah. And how old is he? Only eight. And how much control does he have the government at eight years old? None. But he becomes the king, and eventually he gets old enough to assume the kingship. Uh, how was he? He was good. How good? Like David. Yeah. It was really good. Unfortunately, this was a little too little too late kind of a thing. You know, he, was, he, he you could say he was almost the best of all the kings. But at this point, those 55 years of Manasseh have really hurt the spiritual life and attitude of the nation. And even a good king like Josiah can't do any more than kind of prolong the nation. You know, he kind of pushed back their, their plunge into wickedness. Uh, he didn't really change their bent and their tendency. But he really was good. I mean, he did exactly what the Lord wanted him to do. Uh, so that's, that's encouraging. Now, what project is he involved in here? Yeah. Now, does that remind you of anything? Who else did that? Joash? That's right. And wonder why Joash and here uh, Josiah decide to do some temple renovation. Because it had been re-renovated. Yeah, in what sense? They brought in all the idols and the Asherah and all that other stuff. Exactly, and, and probably neglected anything related to the Lord himself. Now you remember that Joash reigned right after who? Athaliah, and things weren't good in her kingship or queenship or whatever ship she had. And here, Josiah reigns right after Manasseh and Ammon. You can see why there needed to be renovation going on in the temple. I mean, just basic repair. I doubt that, you know, Manasseh or an Athaliah or anybody like that did any of that. Plus all the idolatry and the wickedness. I mean, this thing needs to be cleaned out probably and fumigated. Uh, so he, he's involved in that in the 18th year of his reign, so he's about 26. And he gives the money, they give the money to those who, you know, could do the work and don't even require accountability. They did do the work um, properly. Um, comments or questions on that? So would they have been taxing the people to get stuff, like to get more gold and stuff? I don't, I don't know how much of it would have been taxes and how much it would just be voluntary. But, you know, they've taken all the stuff yeah. out of the temple, so they got to somehow get the stuff back. 
to some extent. I don't know. I don't know how completely they restore things back to the original. Because in verse four, they count the money brought into the house. Yeah, my guess is that may be voluntary money. Do we know that? Oh, that's the way it was in Joash's day. Uh, yeah. They just collected them from all these different tribes, so I don't know. Other thoughts? How about 8 to 13? And Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan, and he read it. And Shaphan the secretary came to the king and reported to the king, Your servants have emptied out the money that was found in the house and delivered it into the hand of the workmen who have the oversight of the house of the Lord. Then Shaphan the secretary told the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes. And the king commanded Hilkiah the priest, and Ahikam the son of Shaphan, and Akbor the son of Micaiah, and Shaphan the secretary, and Isaiah the king's servants, saying, Go, inquire of the Lord for me, and for the people, and for all Judah, concerning the words of the book that has been found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book to do according to all that is written concerning us. So they are in the middle of this temple renovation project, when what happens? They find the law. They found the, they found the law? Apparently it was lost. It, it, does that surprise you? Yeah, put aside misplaced, wasn't being used. Yeah. You know, I think I might have lost it too if I wasn't following it any better than what Manasseh or Ammon were. <laughs> you know, that'd be a convenient thing to lose, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, really? Wow. I, you, if, if, if we're not doing well, if we're not doing what's right and we know it, do you really have any motivation to read the Bible? <laughs> you know, you kind of like to keep it on the shelf and not get too close to it. In a case like that, so I don't know what happened, but it, it makes you wonder if it had been purposely lost. Well, as they're restoring the, the temple, you know, Hilkiah said to Shaphan, Hey, I found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And so Shaphan re reads it and told the king, you know, here's what happened. And uh, so when the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes. You know, he was so upset about, well, what it said. I mean, they weren't doing what was right. They were going to be punished according to the law. He's grief-stricken. He's, he's in anguish. Do you remember his son? Yeah, one of his sons? What he did when he heard the law read? Josiah's Yes. He cut it off and burned it? Yes, Exactly. This is a better reaction, don't you think? You know, uh, that Josiah really took this seriously. Where is that from? That was um, Jeremiah 36. Maybe, uh, yeah. So, I mean, instead of tearing the law and throwing it in the fire, he tears his clothes. I mean... You know, Josiah's really listening to this message, and it's terrifying. This is horrible. They're, they're guilty of all this stuff, so they're probably going to be punished. Do you, have, do you wonder what they found of the law? 
You know, if they if they found the book of the law, what does that mean they found? Sounds like they found the blessings and curses passage. Well, I'll tell you, I think that might be right. Uh, what books have the blessing and cursing passages? Deuteronomy. Yeah, Leviticus and Deuteronomy. I suspect this may be Deuteronomy, or at least include that part of Deuteronomy. You know, because that does seem to be kind of an appropriate uh, thing for for what he's realizing here. You know, I think if I'd listened to those, I might be pretty scared. And he says, you know, I mean, great is the wrath of the Lord that burns against us because we haven't listened to his words. So they're pretty worried about what they hear. Um, kind of a traumatic uh, event. But but quite different from Jehoiakim that uh, cut and burned the scroll. Here he tears his clothes. Comments and thoughts? Okay, uh, well, uh, 14 to 20. So Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, Akbor, Shaphan, and Asiah went to Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tikvah, the son of Harhas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she lived in Jerusalem in the second quarter, and they spoke to her. She said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Tell the man who sent you to me, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil on this place and on its inhabitants, even all the words of the book which the king of Judah has read, because they have forsaken me and have burned incense to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the work of their hands. Therefore my wrath burns against this place, and it shall not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, thus you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Regarding the words which you have heard, because your heart was tender, and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and you have torn your clothes and have wept before me, I truly have heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be gathered to your grave in peace, and your eyes will not see all the evil which I will bring on this place. So they brought back word to the king. Alright, in verse 13, uh, Josiah had asked to inquire of God and find out about all this. And so who did they go to? Uh, Hilkiah and others go to Huldah the prophetess. And she's the one that has the word from the Lord for them. Does it surprise you there's a female prophet? There were several, you know. Can you think of others? Deborah. Deborah was a prophetess. Anna. Witching yeah, <laughs> Anna, maybe. <laughs> yeah, sort of. You know, uh, in the New Testament, Philip had four daughters that were prophetesses, and so there are a few that have a message from God. She she does, and she's really got a two pronged message. There's two parts to her message. What does she say? too late in Judah. Yeah, Judah is a goner. However, mm-hmm. yeah, Josiah, because he humbled himself, his heart was tender when he heard about all this, because he's torn his clothes and wept, I've heard you, and so you will be gathered to your grave in peace, and you're not going to see all the terrible destruction I'm going to bring upon this nation. So God was merciful to Josiah. You don't always think about it that way. You know, but God blessed Josiah with an untimely death so he wouldn't have to go through all this. Uh, so Josiah is personally going to be okay, but his nation is eventually going to go down the tubes. That's what the Lord 
says, kind of a response to them inquiring of him by hold of this prophetess, to try to find out, you know, how bad is this, what's the deal, what do we need to do, and so forth. Comments and thoughts? Is Jeremiah yet? <laughs> um, good question. Uh, she should be. Uh, because Jeremiah started preaching, if I'm not mistaken, in about the 13th year of Josiah. And this is the 18th year, right? Yeah, verse mm-hmm. 3. So yes, Jeremiah should have made his appearance. So, so Josiah is 20-something? Well, if Josiah was 8 and now it's the 36. 18th year, he'd be 26. 36. 26. Uh, 8 plus uh, 18? 26. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can tell. I hope you don't have to do any math in your computer stuff. Uh-huh. So does that add up with his father? He was 22... He died when he was 24, and Josiah took over when he was 8. Mm-hmm. So he had him when he was 16. Hmm. Oh. That'd, that'd be my assumption. So Jeremiah preaches... So nobody's been taken into captivity yet with Josiah. No, no. Okay. Josiah is 640 to 609. And then when does the first wave go? 605. And how old is Josiah when he dies? 39. This is really confusing because we were studying Jeremiah, and I'm reading Nehemiah, and now we're talking about this, and so like I'm on all sides of the, the whole You're organization. dealing with the uh, Aya family a lot, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Ayas. But it's very confusing to keep history of what's happening with. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but just... Studying Jeremiah makes it, you know, makes me think of him when he's talking to the people. You know, this makes more sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's in the same time period. I'm assuming Jeremiah may have even had some influence on Josiah. I don't know. But certainly didn't seem to have much influence on his children. Because Ezekiel and Jeremiah are at the same time, but Ezekiel's to the captives. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they overlap. Jeremiah started in about 626, and he went down to 586 or the laughter. Ezekiel started in about 592, and he goes down into at least the 570s, 560s. Well, so I mean, they overlap. Yeah, but they're not. But but Jeremiah started his prophesying like 30-some years before Ezekiel did. Nor is Isaiah. As is, a hundred years before Jeremiah. I mean, that's also a broad range. I mean, Isaiah is probably like, I don't know, the 720 down to 690 or whatever. So it depends on what part of those range. But Other questions or thoughts? Okay, well, let's look at some things that uh, Josiah does. Uh, one to three. Then the king sent, and they gathered to him all the elders of Judah and of Jerusalem. And the king went up to the house of 